Sean Dustin spent time in federal and state prison for drug trafficking and fraud. Upon release in 2006, he had nothing but the clothes on his back, a bag of mail, and legal paperwork. In 2010, he kicked a longtime methamphetamine habit and started the long climb back up the ladder of life. This is the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast. If you want transparency and authenticity, you're in the right place. This is the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast, and this is Sean Dustin. Hey, what's up? This is the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast, and I am your host, Sean Dustin. Uh, if it's your first time listening, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. It's good to have you with us this afternoon. If you are in the Pacific time, if not, then it's evening for you in the Eastern time. Either way, it's great to have you with us today. i uh, got some special guests. i got a special show lined up for you that I've been trying to put together for some time now and finally made its way to where it needs to be, and here we are. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button in the corner thumbs this video up uh if you're on facebook please share it share this wide and far uh the algorithm is not friends with us unless we are paying for that uh promotion uh anywhere else just share it let people know where you are or where we are and what we're doing um so that's about it for that i'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time because we don't have a whole lot of time got about an hour to uh get things going here uh i've got uh adam from deborah gets red pilled podcast here we've got truthzilla ed and scott from the truthzilla podcast we've also got deborah hey deborah in the house the other part of the uh adam gets red pilled and then we've got <laughs> sam Tripoli. how's it going brother from the tinfoil hat podcast what's yeah. up everyone sam you're muted good What's up, Sean, Hi, dude? Guys, Thank you. Thanks for having me on, dude. Super Thanks, excited. Yeah. Been looking yeah. forward to this. Honor the meet the legendary Deborah. Exactly. <laughs> Cross it off right. the bucket list. Done. Yep. Done. Man, that's a sad bucket list. I am sad. So so the reason why I put all this together is that we all kind of got to know each other through the union of the unwanted oh, but but it goes back further than that because at least for myself uh conspiracy farm was on joe rogan i watched i listened to joe rogan for a long time the conspiracy farm talked about sam tripoli tinfoil hat or i found you through there and i think everybody kind of did it the same way or, or close to so i mean the tinfoil hat was literally where we all kind of uh got to know where the the union of the unwanted was so Sam, you're, you're the reason why we're all here. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, thank you very much, man. I'm very thankful that you guys, uh, you know, are, are showing me kindness and all that stuff. I, I you know, uh, just hear me out. I, I hear this a lot and it means a lot to me. But really what I'm very thankful is about is that you all took, took what you heard and uh, allowed it to affect you. And then you guys took action. And you started all these great shows and you, you know, you, you pushed what you, you wanted to do out there. And that means a lot to me. You were open-minded to the information that was out there and you took charge of your life. And it's pretty sweet. Awesome, man. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate those words. Um, everybody. I have uh, to say though, that this is my first meeting with Sam and it was actually my son-in-law, Adam, who pulled me into this crazy world. And so I, I have to give thanks and gratitude to Adam. Yeah. Well, I think it goes now, a lot to say. Like, Adam? Are you happy that Adam did that? Or are you a little angry? Like, do you, <laughs> are you happy you took the red pill or would you rather Dep go back to the blue pill? Depends, depends on the day. I respect that. I respect <laughs> that. I respect that. Yeah. Well, it was like what uh, me, dude, 
Oh, sorry. Well, well, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say like, well, what Sam was saying, like just grateful that we were all open-minded to it. I'd say no one else has been more open-minded than Deborah, man. Like just being willing to get in the, get in the ring with this type of information and yeah. just do spiritual battle with it. Like it's not easy. Like even those of us that are, you know, we're, we're pretty red pill getting into it. And as our journey progresses, it's still, it can be painful at times. Like it's, it's very dark, painful man. at times. It gets real dark. Gets real dark. Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's days where I just want to be like, God, I can't even do this today. You know what it, I mean? Yeah, but, I certainly say it would be just easier to be blue pilled. Life yeah. would be easier. Yeah. Simpler. Wait, so kudos to you, got, Deborah. We got some dark shows coming up too, Deborah. So <laughs> get ready. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You know, we got Philip Fairbanks coming on who wrote the Pedagate Primer. Yeah. Can't oh, wait for that oh, one. Oh, we got vaccine oh, stuff oh, coming up. It's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, the key is what do you, what are we doing? What, what's the purpose of yeah. what we do? Yep. And the yep. purpose of what we do is to spread get the word out but at, at some point you have to understand the truth is that's probably the best you could do at this moment right yeah. is like yeah. if you get there just have to i have i have to right all the wrongs and yeah. you're gonna go nuts yeah, and if you live sure. and die by these victories you're gonna lose your happiness and your the gleam in your eye because you're gonna be internalizing it something that i've gotten to come to grips with is like you can't stop pain and suffering because this realm is about pain and suffering. We are here to learn lessons of life. And a lot, some of those are hard lessons and rough lessons and painful lessons, but that's what you're here for. So when you're super angry and you're super sad or you're super depressed, just know that is the purpose of this place. And you cannot legislate that away. And you cannot fully stop it because that is not the purpose of what we're here to do, which is to learn about the universe and the universal laws, which is love and help others. Yes. 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 Yep. Well that's said. Yeah. Absolutely. That That's the key to everything. And, you know, in order to do that, you have to be able to unplug from the most common denominator of of what causes that fear and that that anxiety and and all of the things that causes the division and that's mainstream media mm -hmm. the minute you unplug from there yep. your life becomes a little yeah. bit more manageable your trauma <laughs> subsides right because every time you turn that thing on it's just like bam, 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 and you're getting bombarded with with yeah. you know whatever it is you want to call it. you want to call it lies you want to call it uh you know uh, gaslighting yeah. i mean it so that's the key, I think, is once you can do that and separate yourself from from the mainstream media and start finding alternative sources like these shows here um, and the people that they follow and, and the people that I follow, that's where that's where the beginning should start. And then once you can get there, then then, you know, that's it's it's all up. It's all uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, good to go from there. Yeah, no blue sky. Um, Absolutely, man. For me, I recently, you know, one recently this morning, uh, recently I woke up in the morning and I, I literally woke up. My first thought was, I need to get off Twitter, right? <laughs> so I got, I got up. I'm like, I'm gonna get off Twitter, and I go to Twitter, and I found out Twitter got me off mm. already. I was, uh, <laughs> I was already censored, and I'd already been, uh, you know, suspended from Twitter. And to be honest with you, man, I, it's probably been the best thing ever. I do miss kind of um you know being able to promote promote whether live whatever live shows I'm doing or to promote whatever podcast I just put out. But outside of that, I, I don't miss it, man. And I got a lot of people telling me, oh you, you know, Twitter's not as fun without you. And I, I appreciate that. But <laughs> it was it was taking a, a toll on my soul. Yeah. And you know I was I was battling all these windmills, man. I was just fighting windmills thinking I was gonna win and I, I wasn't gonna win anything. I I was I was battling blue chat mark people who weren't even yeah. real and yeah. trying to the right the wrongs and it's just it's just stealing my loosh, man. So yeah. I do miss being able to promote, but that's it. I, I don't I'm not going back to Twitter. I'm like that on Facebook. I just show up like I put the uh I put all the links to this on my Facebook. Not that, I'm done. I'm not gonna go in there into that cesspool and fight with everybody. <laughs> I just don't care. And it's just like, I'd rather be friends with my people that I disagree with. I'm really not into like, Oh, you, you, you see it this way. Well, we can't be friends. I'm not just here 
to talk to people I agree with. I want to hear from everybody, and we could just agree to not agree, and I think that's very important. What did they get you on, Sam? Like, what was the tweet they got you on? Well, it could be me talking about how Chelsea La- Chelsea Handler had re- referred to uh, Lonnie Love's uh, relatives uh, by holding up a picture of a gorilla. That could have got me in trouble, which is a true story. <laughs> Deborah loves Chelsea Handler. I, I, I used to watch her religiously. Yeah, I know. And I, e- I even <laughs> – sorry, guys. I even there's a lot of witnesses to that, and then or it could be me, you know, calling out some people. But here's something else I've learned, and uh, I'm just that Chelsea Handler dig is the last time I'm going after people. I'm like, why am I doing that too? It's just I'm kind of that kind of slipped out just because you know I'm used to going after hecklers, so I like curb stomping people, but I just realized <laughs> that that's a waste of time too. It's just I'm trying to get out of wasting my loosh. So I, mm. I would I would go after people for saying crazy stuff, and I kind of re I kind of realized it's just as my profile has blessingly gotten bigger, I'm opening myself up to bigger targets that are just unnecessary. So I should just stay in the light and keep the positivity going, and stop trying to be a, a, a you know a social media vigilante. Right, and being try to be the Punisher on Twitter because it doesn't lead to anything. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, when you're the when you're the person that reacts or you react to the gaslighting, uh, you're usually the one that, that ends up in the bad light. And yeah. you know the the reactor always ends up getting in more trouble than than the uh, the the person that's you know starting all of it. So I've had to learn that lesson myself too, and uh, it's it's a hard one sometimes, and it hurts sometimes, and uh, it's not fun sometimes, but. What's on the other side of that is a whole lot better of a life. That's for sure. Hey, Sean, have you gotten any in, in, any trouble on YouTube yet? No, no, but I'm getting – so I found out some information because I've been hanging out on Clubhouse quite a bit. And there's a lot of people on there that know a lot of information about you know YouTube and the algorithms and everything else. And what happens is, is that like my content, because it talks a lot about, um, you know, stuff that's you know trauma laden heavy trauma stuff um you know things that could be triggering to to folks even though i do put trigger warnings and i also have calls to action with you know national hotline numbers for people that you know if they're triggered here so here's a resource that you can go to they're burying me in the algorithm so things that should be getting a lot of traction have very little views on them yeah and and, and it's like and i start thinking well shit maybe it's because my content sucks maybe let, let me let me, <laughs> let me let me let me let me start there right and uh but everybody's telling me no 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 man you got good content everything's mm-hmm. great um and so i just chop it up to that and so i don't really even care about youtube to be honest with you mm-hmm. it's uh you know, I'm, I'm getting a website now and I'm putting everything, you know, through there and just going to try and, and, you know, drive everybody to the website and, and try things that way, you know, starting to do a blog post for SEO purposes to get people to, you know, go to, to the page. So, I mean, it's, I thought I knew a lot being, having done this for two years already and having the amount of content that I do. But when I went over to, to clubhouse, I realized soon really quickly that it's like, dude, I don't know shit. There's this whole bunch of things that I'm not doing that I should be doing. And it's like, I, I felt like a beginner all over again. And now clubhouse also has problems. Supposedly there was some like discussion about race and somebody was like, "Oh, you're not adding. Uh, you you don't have any black people." So they let a uh, uh, African American into the show, and then that person started blocking all the white people in the chat, kicking them <laughs> out of the. Ch- and it's just like, it's it, it, You know, it's like I, I, I'm just done chasing ass. Yeah, yeah. I'm just done. So my whole thing is that you know, it's like I knew once I started getting uh Am I getting an echo to you guys? You guys hear? Echo yeah, you got echo. Little bit. Little oh, bit. Man, let me figure this out. Hold on. So the Resistance Chronicle, if you see down here, says, "Hey everyone, Shout this out. is great." Adam, we're all waiting on the Deb head shirts. Yeah, that's uh, that's our buddy <laughs> Chef Matt. That guy's awesome. Yeah. So what's up, brother? Out. Shout out Resistance Chronicle. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you guys out there are watching, we got six watching right now. Uh, feel free to to add a comment, question, anything you want. You know, it, if, unless it's something rude, and then I won't put it up. Uh, uh, <laughs> you should put up the rude ones too. Though. Yeah, you want to put up yeah. the rude ones too? All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adam, you're getting in the t-shirt game. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Maybe, dude. Why not, dude? It's great. It's yeah. fun. We we yeah. got some, like we got some on our website. We just put up that we're just like. God, because we're going through Teespring. Like, we're trying to find someone like maybe local that we could do, but Teespring is just like a print on demand service. But yeah. God, when they see these shirts, man, they're going to freaking lose their mind. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah. yeah. A, thousand, uh, a thousand true fans. That's what you guys should work on. A thousand true yeah. fans. Yeah, I'm working on the, the Greg Carlwood uh, model. A thousand fans to give me a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There's actually a book called A Thousand True Fans, and that's. That's the key, man. I got to figure this out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever since ever since we started this journey, we've had like a core group of people, you know, that, that have just been like super, oh, man, just super supportive and just, you know, like, you know, for lack of better words, man, like we consider them family, man. Like they really are. Like a lot of them are local here. And we've, you know, one of the biggest parts about our journey, Adam, you're the one that actually introduced us into Freedom Cells. Like that's just been a huge part of our thing here like taking all this stuff and moving it into the, the real world and just meeting with people you know and like we had a situation fairly recently where a listener just had to stumble across our podcast and they were they realized that they lived in eugene too the same town we're in and they're like oh my god and they reached out to us i'm like and they were so excited and we're like well, i'll tell you what we got a freedom cells meet up this weekend and so they were able to come out and hang out and meet everybody dude it was so much fun like that stuff oh, is like that's gold so precious these days and who would have thought that that's something that we had taken for granted, you know, just to be sitting in a room without a mask with 20, 30 people, dude, it's so insane. Eating food and yeah. So the freedom cell thing. It must've been a network for us outside of the podcast, but also we've gotten tons of uh, interviews out of freedom cells. Also of just people that aren't maybe big in the podcast world, because all of us can end up getting a lot of the same interviews. Right. But like these people that are local and have some experience about like what they're doing to combat the what's going on, you know, or we had one that worked at a hospital, was a medical coder, yeah. you know, um, we both had Mackenzie, you know, yeah. who, who's amazing. Um, yeah, met a lot of great people. That's crazy too, because it's like, you know, <laughs> I've just come to find out that when I go to these meetings of like freedom minded, like, like people that are just like, they're full of life and they're full of like, just, just beaming with all this positive energy. There's such miraculous, amazing people, man. And it's like, I don't know, maybe I'm being judgmental, but like, I don't, I don't really see that. I just see like darkness on the other side, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Ang- anger. Yeah, anger, darkness. You know, it's crazy. I don't know. But yeah, check- that's yeah. I mean, you're. I mean, everybody's right. It it is, and it's it's hard to navigate, especially when you want to be yourself, but you know, sometimes your views are going to get you put in certain places. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or you know, so I mean, the, the self censorship is real. I mean, I speaking of like the social media, I mean, like it's been kind of a blessing to have, uh, you know, our our podcast account because I can use that to say things that I my personal accounts are just yeah. completely clean and I don't really use them anymore because my job found out what I'm saying, what I'm doing. I mean, I would lose my job. Yeah. Right. Like that. That would oh, just yeah. happen for sure. So, yeah. I mean, it already happened. To I already one of lost us, right? one job over <laughs> so, this shit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there is self-censorship. Yep. It sucks, but it's real, man. You have to, yeah. have to watch what you say. Yep. That's you why we have Rockfin Premium. What's that? Yeah, dude. So I'll tell you the story. It's funny. So it's, it's been enough time. So I, I, I work in like kind of the, what do you want to say? Like like um, mental health type field. You know what I mean? And like um, editing the podcast one night. And uh, I, I sent an, an email to myself of our Oregon State Governor Kate Brown with a Hitler mustache. And I needed to get that image from my phone to my computer. And so I just emailed it and I didn't realize I'd use my work account. So anyway, I got called uh, in the office and apparently they had intercepted an email of me emailing a picture of Kate Brown with a Hitler mustache. And uh, see you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah it was could, crazy. What would have happened if you would have sent a picture of Michael Jordan with the Hitler mustache? Yeah. He or, had one of those. Or, would you have gotten fired for that? Well, probably not. Or if I would have sent uh, Donald Trump with a Hitler mustache, I would have been freaking. Promoted. Yeah, you would have got a promotion Guaranteed. for sure. Especially, Guaranteed. I mean, Eugene, Oregon. I mean, yeah. I know, I know, a lot of the country is like this, but we are definitely a hub of you know, uh, left wing. Oh yeah. Um, whatever you want to call Masks. it. But. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about the whole uh, like comparisons, like all these people are getting upset and throwing a fit about people 
comparing COVID nineteen vaccine or the the vaccine passports to Nazi Germany and stuff, and they're saying like, how dare you? You know, it's it's um, you know, taking taking the importance away from what really happened. But where were all those people when everybody was was calling Donald Trump a Nazi? You know, they were the ones yeah. doing it. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I have a well, feeling that I just have a feeling that this passport thing, I mean, I don't know if we want to how deep we want to get into COVID here, but like this whole passport let me thing, man. Come real quick. Yeah. This is all Nazi shit. Okay. Yeah. If you listen, I did an episode with a guy named Dr. True Op. That was a, a rad episode, Sam. You should tell Deborah about the guy who got the vaccine and how he ate the other dude's face. Well, <laughs> well Deborah, basically, there's a theory that the Nazis. Deborah's, Deborah's fully, fully shot up. She got both her shots. I know a lot. Of, I know some people who are conspiracy theorists that got it. They just, because I got to work. You know, it's like, okay, man. I, I, you know. It just is what it is, and we'll see what happens. And I hope yeah. it all works out. And I hope those guys, for as as smart as they think they are, are are idiots. And many times, their plans don't work like they think. So, I hope. So, tell me about this guy that was on your on your show. So the Nazis never lost no the war. Germany lost the war. The Nazis won. And that's, you know, they make us think that we all went, um, that they we drafted them. No, they came over here and they took over. Uh, so this Admiral Byrd was sent to, to um, Antarctica. Antarctica to find out what was going on up there. And what he encountered was uh, al- uh, aliens, basically aliens working with the Nazis. And what they called that area... It was called Schwabland, and it was basically this, this, this. Uh, what, what's his name? Schwab. What's Schwab? Klaus, Klaus Schwab's father. Schwabenland. Yeah. Schwabenland, and it was basically Klaus Schwab's father, and they basically told him, "Listen, we don't want to kill you guys, but we will." And then they 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 went back to Eisenhower and told him what they found, and basically Eisenhower was like, "We're fucked, man. Like we can't stop anything." And that's why all these Nazis came and came part of the United States government. So when people say passports, stop comparing it to Nazis, it is 100% a Nazi idea. Yeah. yeah. Show me your papers. That's yeah, exactly but, what it is. Not to mention the fact that you got IBM, who is directly involved <laughs> in this. Like, are you familiar with IBM and their involvement in the Holocaust? 100%. And, the, and yeah, then you get yeah. The only thing that's bullshit is that. Bill Gates is like the he's just the face they put out for yeah, sacrifice. Totally. He'll be the guy that will be taken down and they'll probably fake his his death at some point and he'll be sent to Schwabland, Schwabenland or whatever it is. But the real people behind it are like Schwab and like most likely the Rockefellers are yeah. the real people yeah. behind it. Not not Bill Gates, he's just an actor. I mean, he's worth a lot of money, but they're pushing him out saying all this incredibly stupid stuff to get people mad at him so nobody looks at the fact that the Rockefellers have been funding all this. Totally. Well, one of the great the great things that I, I came across was uh, Everything's a Rich Man's Trick. Oh, yeah. That's a great oh, documentary yeah. that really kind of, you know, shows the up is what's up is down, what's uh, left is right, and our reality is inverted because most of the time when we start to think that we know what the ga- what game we're playing and the rules that we're playing by, the game changes or, mm-hmm. or, the, or the rules change, you know, but either way, none of it is ever on point. So you can never win a game when you don't know what the rules are, right? And, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's just, it's crazy. And a lot of people just don't understand, especially with the vaccine. I mean, look, dude, that there's a reason why it used to take 10 to 15 years because these human trials needed to take place and you need to be able to see what the effects were five years, 10 years, 15 years, all the people that are taking the vaccine right now, you are the trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, mean, I mean, here's what I got to say to that. I, I, if you listen to Gaddafi, he talked about how they would, uh, they're going to push this virus and that they're going to say they just came up with the vaccine. They've been working on this forever. You know, mm-hmm. they they're just acting like, oh, we just worked on this real quick. You know, my only thing I have to say to this is like 
Does anyone really believe the pharmaceutical companies going to give away something for free? That they're going to just give it to you? I mean, this is the same. This is the same organizations that cranked up the price by, you know, like four hundred percent on EpiPens. You know, on your insulin. You know, these are these are cutthroat scumbags, man. And now they're like, yeah, have this for free because we care. That's all I'm saying. Both my parents got it. All my family got it. Nobody listens to me. If you're in my family and you have a vagina, you think I'm a crazy person. Okay. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) listens to me. (laughs) But you know what's even funnier than that, Sam, is we could do is actually you can invert it on them by saying like all that, all these vaccines were paid for from Operation Warp Speed, right? So it was all that money that they paid up front for the development of all these vaccines. So they bought it, whether or not they knew that the vaccines were going to work or not. So technically, all these vaccines you guys are all getting were paid for by Uncle Donald. So there you go. Well, <laughs> you did get you, you did get the Alex Trump Jones. vaccine. Yeah, they set, oh, they set Trump up. Yeah, because supposedly Deborah, you might want to go earmuffs on this. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're going to see the effects of this around 2025, 2026. Yeah, and it's be not good. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to scare Deborah, but. Yeah. I'm already do, scared. <laughs> is they're going to blame it on Donald Trump oh, when yeah. this was the plan the whole time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, okay. Let me ask. I got to ask uh, Deborah a question. What? So since this has all happened, since everybody starts getting vaccinated on our show, we haven't had a guest yet that's been like, "Oh, I'm I'm vaccinated. I'm super into it." Do you think we're the crazy ones for for thinking that there might be something nefarious or weird behind it, or that no, that... no, I, I, you know, I respect everybody's. Um, well, I don't, to... I don't care about respect, but I, I respect <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't. I think are stupid, but um, like, I, I wish for for you ease talk to of your my... mother-in-law like this, dude. I mean, <laughs> you have no idea. Well, it's a great show. So disrespectful. <laughs> I just like, can't I even care. tell you. I'll get to you. I'll get to you next, Sam. I got something to talk to about with you. So yeah, he's got um, a bone to pick too. <laughs> you know, I in in honesty, I I I kind of wish that you would because then it would make it easier for me to come and visit and you, you wish know, that I would get but but you came and visited. I, I, yes, but I, I would I would come more. I would I would I would Never move right. in. But why but so you think that you you think you're still in danger from getting no, COVID, I don't, COVID I don't nineteen know. from me. I don't oh no 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 I do not then what does a vaccine have to do with anything? Why, why, why are you having the vaccine and him, him not having the vaccine? How's that? How does that affect you? Um, it, you know, on most levels, it doesn't really because you know. Well, tell us the levels where it does. Um, you gotta give me specifics. Okay, let me see. Let me see how I can word this. Um, I, I have, I have a, as Adam well knows, a foot in two worlds, and um. The foot that is blue pilled is uh, how can I put this? Let me rephrase it. the The foot that's red pilled, uh, I I have to tread lightly. I have to be um, respectful. Uh, it's who I live with and people I'm surrounded with. So I, I, it's, it's a difficult thing. I, you know, I, I fully re- respect your right. And, um, so you're worried that if you come and visit me and I'm not vaccinated, your friends are going to be like, how could you, how could you do that? I don't want to be around you cause you got COVID now. Cause you went and no. visited your unvaccinated son and daughter. No, no. So I, what is it? <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hard for me to speak, uh, frankly at the moment. Okay. Does that mean you don't want to talk anymore about it? Oh, there's somebody in the room. Yes. Yeah. Thank so, you. Yeah. I, I will yeah. say, like, in, just from my own experience, I will uh, relate a little bit. You know, when, when I had a son that was injured by a vaccine, I did oh. not want to believe uh-huh. it. I did not want to uh-huh. believe it. Like, and, and the, the mother was, she was just like, this is obviously vaccines. And I had been trained my whole life. And even before we had kids and st- went on, we had a delayed vaccine schedule. I read yeah. Dr. Fear's book and, um, you know, I had had all this information, but there was still, I still had an ear, like Sean said, like to the, the mainstream media, right? Like, so I was getting both so much information. It took a long time for me to 
really reconcile. And and a lot of it had to do with like the amount of information that kind of confirmed itself. And then it was how it was presented to me. And it was, it was pod when I got into podcasts and I really, you know, um, heard, heard people tell it in a way that just spoke to me. Right. It's kind of like recovery really, you know, in recovery, like you can hear things 10 different ways, but it's one person says it and it's, you get it right. Like, so, um, so like I, I can relate Deborah I, at, the, at the end of the day. I mean, I'm, with with adam and the rest of these guys and like but at the same time it was a hard journey for me to get from point a to point b and i had both feet in for a long time right so Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah i you know i i am a recent uh in this journey is is not been that long for me but i love uh, you deborah and i love what you're doing (laughs) i really do thank you all support you. you I know, a, I know you do. And, and, and and I know you do. And grief as Adam gives me, I know, you know, deep down we, we love Adam each other. And <laughs> <laughs> but all right. I'm sorry I kind of skated. I didn't really answer directly, but it's it's but you hear you're here. That's the great part. You know, totally, this yeah. is a, this is a great example of how people can have different opinions and different views, but still maintain the same space in a yeah. in a civil way. Yeah. Right? I mean, Sam said a little while ago that he has friends that, you know, aren't of the same mind and, you know, he, he's still we can still love each other. We can still enjoy each other. There's no yeah, reason as soon as you guys start eating people's faces. Oh, well, we got to cut you loose. I'll I'll start wearing a Hannibal mask or something instead of of a COVID mask. I'll wear a Hannibal mask. Hey, so, so Sam on, um, on a recent episode of, uh, conspiracy social club, the podcast you do with Brian, the conspiracy cuck Callen, um, you made the statement that Kamala Harris is hot. Can you explain yourself? And I, I fully understand. <laughs> Adam, I'm, 41, I'm 41. How old are you, Adam? I'm, I, uh, I'm about to get into it. I'm 41. I get okay. I get that your taste in women changes as you get older. I'm a little older, okay? Yeah, I'm but I, I, you know, I'm attracted to older women. Just, I'm attracted bad, to okay? women I mean, I'm with just children. Gonna be honest and, with you. and in compared to the other stuff, it's not bad. And <laughs> I like ethnic chicks. I don't think she's ugly. I think like that's just like, Mistaking, there's a reason she's where she's at. What about she last bike and people want to ride her? I mean, like, right? I mean, like, she wouldn't be getting anywhere if nobody wanted to ride it. So, I, I don't, don't know, man. It. She slept with Willie Brown when he was like 80 That's years old, you know. Dude. Whether, whether, dude, the value of that neighborhood is a different discussion, okay? <laughs> it looks, I've seen some nice houses in some bad areas, dude. It's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah look at this camilla's bangable that's why she got where she is <laughs> yeah but, the, but, the, but the, the, the bearded woodman i don't know if he's bangable so you know it's 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 different like aoc man she is there for a reason oh, yeah. because she's got fucking giant tits and she's attractive <laughs> right? they want her to re- she's the new nancy pelosi but oh. she's already kneecapping herself. I don't think anyone's into it. But like, you wouldn't think you like. Supposedly, there's a sex tape of her out there. You wouldn't want to watch that. I know her politics is so awful. But oh it's like you wouldn't God. at least want to check that out. We played. We played the <laughs> clip of her talking on that on that um, Zionist podcast yesterday. Have you seen that footage yet? Where she talks for two minutes about about. Uh, <laughs> The conflict between Israelis and Palestinians and says I, I, absolutely nothing. Yeah. I love uh, every time. She oh, talks, yeah, I saw she that. Shoots herself in the foot every time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, and she uses she uses the hands, you know, like she's trying to distract you with her hands and she's doing all she's this talking, stuff. She's talking about the how and the why of it, bro. Yeah, the how and the why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's yeah. a Zionist. It's like I say, man, you know, a lot of people want to go off on. Jew world order, you hear that all the time. I don't believe in it. Not all Jews are Zionists, not all Zionists are Jews. It's just like it's like this level of occult people that are just crazy. You know, I tell Jews all the time, they get angry. You're middle management, bro. You're middle management. 
Okay? You got bosses. Stop acting like you run shit. All right? And it's these occult people at the top. All these occult people walk around and you see symbolism all the time of what they're really into. But they can't talk about it openly because then they, we would go, well, maybe. I, I'm starting to wonder if anyone will go nuts anyways. But, yeah, you know, yeah. we would know who they really are. So it's easier to say you're a Christian, a Muslim, a Jew, mm-hmm. or, you know, then it's easier. So that group ends up fighting for you. I'm like, I'm done with it, man. It's like, stop fighting over people you've never met before. That's my whole theory. Yeah. yeah no, that's a good. good point. Good point. Good point. It's I mean, they something. do it all the time. It's all identity politics, man. Yeah. It's all yeah. identity politics. And then identity politics always brings, you know, basically mental gymnastics because eventually someone you love or someone you care about or someone you respect will break your rule that you've established for the people you don't like. And then we'll find out what kind of hypocrite you are. I, I truly believe that the national scene is nothing more than than theater at a, at, at its best, yeah. and where we should 100%. be concentrating. Yeah, where we should be concentrating. It's meant to distract everybody and misdirect people, and where we should be concentrating our efforts in is in our local you know communities, in our neighborhoods, and and where you actually spend most of your time. Like trying to find somebody who's not going to that you can get into politics at the local level and get them up to where they're not going to be corruptible at a certain point. You know, just like they, you know, what, what did Hitler used to say? The way that you control a, a population is through the kids. The, to the generation and you know you got to kind of do it the same way i mean it's you know these people play on on 50 and 100 year timelines which most mm-hmm. of us barely can can figure out a, a one-year goal you know and, and and stick to it and so you know there's a lot of things out there that that you know they depend on and we fall right into it and we we make it so easy for them to be able to do what they do 100 percent, dude yeah. And it's just so, you know, going back to Twitter and getting kicked off Twitter, I mean, them running that trial, that cop, they're just trying to start a fight. I just think they realize that it's getting no traction. It's getting no traction. I don't see anybody getting riled up about it. I think them showing the trial shot themselves in the foot because they're finding out what really happened. And that's all theater, man. Both those guys worked at that club that was money laundering and – and and bringing fake Chinese dollar bills into the states. You don't think you don't think if that guy walks, shit's do, gonna go I, down. I'm telling you this, I think people are over it now. Can you pay a bunch? I, of people I, to I'm do working. It? I'm working in downtown Portland right now, yeah. like two blocks from the from the fucking courthouse where they do all yeah, that I've been shit, there, man. dude. It's like a block right there, and look at those. Those are all white kids. It's, yeah, well, you, I, I know that everybody in, all everybody in Oregon is white Nike, kids. Right? Like, <laughs> like mom and dad. Yeah, I know. But I, I think I'm I'm like, I'm a little nervous about it because I'm working down there right now. Like yeah, right by it. I would be too. Yeah. I'm t- I, dude, if it turns out, I just, I just felt like people went through a year of it and they're like, and nothing changed. And, you know, that BLM lady just bought a fat house in a white neighborhood. And they're like, you, oh, yeah. everything was a giant fucking lie. Did and you see I that? See, Did you see I that, Debra? More and more no. people I meet. No. Yeah. What's, what's Patrice, this about? Patrice Colors, the, the lady who, the, the Marxist black lesbian chick that runs um, BLM. She just bought like a $1.4 million estate in uh, somewhere in Southern California, right, Sam? Yeah, oh, in uh, basically like uh, the Laurel Canyon area, I believe, mm. which is like kind of the Hollywood Hills in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine mm-hmm. doing that. Imagine if you own a house and someone who, who runs BLM moves in. How quick do you put your fucking, you're like, oh, are you just going to burn down this neighborhood too? Let's go move somewhere fucking else. It's yeah. just how you, unbelievable. How do you think, uh, what is BL is BLM run as a nonprofit or is it a LLC or oh that's a corporation, right? Uh I don't know. I haven't, yeah. I, haven't got, I, I just know it's a front. Does it seem weird that that lady would have a one point four million dollar house, Deborah? A bit. Not a little and bit. not even not even try to hide it. A little bit. <laughs> that that might be the safest place you could be though. How much if money you, did how much money it. did you donate <laughs> to how much money did you donate to that house, Deborah? <laughs> Good for you. Uh oh, don't be caught doing that sign, Deborah. 
Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, that's the most. Oh. You're right. Some screenshot. That's that a dog whistle. It's a dog whistling. What is? Yeah, it's all the. Yeah. Don't worry, Deborah. Do whatever you want. Throw do whatever you want, Deborah. I don't care. You do you, boo. You do you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just thought it's yeah, it's all scripted, man. It's all lie. The, the siege on the they tried to make the siege on uh Washington, DC. The Capitol building seemed like a big deal. It got no traction. And I don't know, man. I, I know people, there's a lot of people that are getting ready for Armageddon and the end of days. I have hope in humanity. I think we're ascending. I think I think it's as some people like Trump. Some people don't. Some think he's Zionist. I don't know. But I think everyone's starting to agree. Joe Biden, Joe Biden is a flaming bag of dog shit on both sides. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, dude, he is truly the great unifier in that yeah. we all agree he sucks a fat one. Sorry, Deborah. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, just the basic thing he said, like, you know, just nothing in the Constitution is, you know, set in stone. I mean, none of that's really actually doesn't actually really mean anything. You know, we don't actually need to really do what it says, honestly. You know, <laughs> but all that is just to steal your loosh, man. It yeah, really true. is just to steal, steal your loosh. Yeah. Well, OK, so you've been saying loosh and that's a new word to me. Does that mean like you're. Uh, you're your OK. Yeah, well, in a weird way, yeah, Deborah. In a weird way, yeah. What's basically going on, Deborah, is that we are all part of the universe. We're mm -hmm. all we're all spiritual entity entities here in this realm to learn the meaning of life and the meaning of the universe, which is love, love each other and stuff like that. And we're just basically batteries. It's almost like the Matrix. We're batteries, and uh, there's a good chance the moon is a uh, energy collector. That's a whole nother conversation. You ever played <laughs> Pac-Man, Deborah? Have you ever no. played Pac-Man? No, you've never, never played Pac-Man. Pac I've never played. Yeah, I know what it is, but I've never. Played. Okay. How about Miss Pac-Man? Miss Pac-Man. Clothes. What does he look like, Deborah? He looks like the moon. And what does Pac-Man do? Chase down spirits, and he eats them up. And what happens to them? They are reborn. That's the story. Of the rebirth. It's basically the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Okay. Dylan's from Cortland, New York, 607. So your loosh is your energy. And these okay. archons, these low frequency demons, feed off that. And their whole thing is pain and suffering. They want you to be constantly sad, constantly depressed, constantly angry. And they feed off. And what, what were you told since you were a very young girl? Right? Don't go to bed angry. That's why. Because that's when they feed off your energy. There's actually a time where cultures talk about there was no moon. There's a good chance that the moon is a alien satellite. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. <laughs> no. You can just drop that and go, all right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot, a lot of crazy, a lot of crazy explanation things. explanation and beyond. Yeah, I mean, you know, the whole thing is like everybody is so many people in the world's problems exist on the television and on their computer screen and the real life nothing's going bad and what do the buddhists say there will be suffering right so people now are searching for suffering they want credit for oppression they've never went through they're getting offended on other people's behalf they're feeling a uh, suffering on other people's behalf it's kind of like what what the unabomber and malcolm x both said the most dangerous animal in the world is a rich white liberal because these people have everything. They, they have a couple things. They have enough money to never feel any real life, which is why they always say words hurt and violence is never the answer. Cause those are only the, the two only things that actually affect them, which is saying mean stuff, which when you live the pampered life is like the biggest felony in the world. And someone punching you in the face. Those are the two only things they got enough money to clean up everything else. Nothing else will ever What's up, Jackpot? That nothing else will ever affect them. And another thing that really sucks, and most of you, all these cultural icons, right, that have affected us, whether it's Buddha, Elster Crowley, and we can go on forever, they're all rich kids. They're trust fund kids, mm -hmm. right? They're trust fund kids that are allowed to live a life without actually having to live a life, meaning life, they never get affected by what goes on in the world. And they're allowed to live this very idealistic way of seeing the world. And because they're so connected, 
they're able to get their message out to everybody. And it's very dangerous. Okay. Everybody wants to be Buddha. Fuck Buddha. I'm a dad. Okay. That's, that's the most Zen shit in the world being a dad. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I, I got a shower. Who cares about showering? I'm a dad, dude. I don't even know if my socks match. I don't give a fuck through my clothes. Nothing really matters anymore. So <laughs> that's the Zen shit for me, man. You know? So I'm over these trust fund kids. And they, that's why they, that's why political correctness is just these kids trying to find a, uh, trying to feel something in their life uh-huh. by getting, by living vicariously through someone else's fucking pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm just yep. yelling at you now. Like I'm your son-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> if you have kids, that's the real thing, man, because that's what, I mean, that, that's really what you have to think about more than anything else. And, you know, like for myself, I'm not trying to give my kids the, the life that I wish I had. I'm trying to teach my daughter about the things that I wish I knew. You know, and, and, and teaching her how to, you know, get in, get along in this world of smoke and mirrors and, and, you know, what to look for, what to think about, you know, critical thinking, which has been stripped away from most of our, our kids in schools. You know, they, they have yeah. no idea how to critically think or, 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 or work their way out of a, a, a corner, right? Without, seizing up and freezing and being paralyzed and like, Oh yeah, okay. Do whatever you want to me. You know, that, that, that element is gone and it needs to, you, know, you got to figure out how to mitigate that. Yeah. That's just Everything my opinion is done purposefully, right? This extension of childhood, childhood was created for a reason, right? And then the extension of co- childhood into college. So we're talking people 21, 22 years old, still living like children. And then they're told they're safe places that exist nowhere else in the world, right? Why is that? So when they hit the real world, their mind and spirit fractures and they want to get in therapy. And I don't have a problem with therapy, but they want to get on pharmaceutical drugs to numb the pain. And that's done purposefully. This has been a long con game done for a very long time. Now, anybody who feels at all uncomfortable, right, at Mm -hmm. all, there's there's a mental disorder for it. Yeah. And now you need a drug for that mental disorder instead of realizing this realm is about pain and suffering and learning how to deal with it. Instead, people are trying to numb out to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got one just about, about having children for, for Sam or, or you, Sean, just, you know, my daughter is going to be going to kindergarten in the fall for first give year. Your kids to the enemy. So, well, either I'm, I'm figuring this out right now. I'm either moving out of Oregon, which is one option or we're homeschooling, which is another option. But the the other, the problem with Oregon and homeschools right now, there's a bill going through that if it passes, they will be able to vaccinate your kids. Even if they go to homeschool, it's mandatory vaccines. So this is happening in, this is, I have to move dude. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm I'm honestly California. Yeah, if they, yeah, they do passports, sure. I'm fucking gone, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love. I mean, I wanted a few. But I love the sun here. I'm thinking about maybe relocating to San Diego because that's God's country. But sure. man, if they do vaccine passports for a virus that has a 99.7 percent survival rate, I get the fuck out of here, man. It, yeah, it, it's yeah. just it's so. This has nothing to do with the virus. This yeah, has to yeah. do with getting us on social credit scores. Yeah, yeah, certain Chinese style. 100%, 100%. Totally agree with it. But in in the the immediate future I have I have a very real decision. I'm just I'm just kind of seeing how other parents are dealing with this because I think, you know, there is an awakening and there are some positive things happening, but there's also some very real negatives that we have to deal with right in the short term, right? And this is one that's just coming up and like um I don't know how old uh Sean, I think you have a daughter maybe and uh, how old they are. Are, are we putting them in school? Are we doing this this masked and distancing? Like I'm just I'm very against this whole brainwashed thing they're doing. And I'm not going to put my kids in that no matter what. Um, but, you know, I'm even looking across the country, these states that are like are freer. I'm looking at and a lot of them still have um, they still have the masks in the school and they still have the distancing. So it's it's probably homeschool wherever I'm going, honestly. But. Um, just on a practical term, you know, what, 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 what are you doing, Sean? Well, I, I co-parent, so it's, sure. you know, I've got the situation where, you know, the, the mother of my daughter who is almost four, um, 
gets to makes most of the decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she's of the mind that you know, well, you know, they got us. We got to do that, you know, this, and we we've got to do what they say because of otherwise we're not going to be able to put her in school. And she's not going to, you know, sacrifice from her job. I mean, I'm trying to pivot out of what I'm doing to to make more time with my daughter. You know, it's kind of why I've you know done a lot of the things that I've been doing. And uh, but I mean that that's tough too. You know, um, they kind of got you wherever. And I, if I could, I would, I would totally go and try and find some place where I could go back to the old school way of doing things where you homestead and you just go in a barter system, get off of the, get off of paying money for everything and just, you know, get into a system where everybody's bartering for, for goods. Right. You know, I'm, I cut hair, I do other things and, you know, lay, let me trade with you for some, I'll give you a haircut for some, some vegetables and whatever. I think that way of life is, is the way that we should have been living all along. Yeah, I've seen the off the grid, and it's like a hundred guys and three chicks. So get ready for a sausage fest. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta bring sand to the beach with you, man. I I was, yeah. Good luck, because women don't. Women love the grid, like fuck. Yeah, not my, doors, my, my all about mine. white claw that you can't find any of that off the grid. Yeah, you found the wrong one. Then I got one that'll that'll come with me to do that. I'm not going off the grid, but I'm. I'm going to land. That's the weird thing. It's like you you want to live in this because there's things I like about living in the big. I love the energy. I love all that. But it's like also I don't want to play that game. Yeah. Um, On the education front, we had Mackenzie on our podcast um, a few months back, and she was doing something at the time, homeschooling a a small group of kids. And I think that sounds like a really – yeah, right. Ed, aren't yeah. aren't there people in in your freedom cell that have kids that, that don't want to send them to school that you guys could all team up together and and do something like that? Yeah, I mean it's it's come up a little bit. There's just really not been any action around it, and maybe I'm just feeling this impending doom. And you know, I I also have a situation I mean, somewhat like Sean's where I'm co-parenting. Thank God she's on the same page as me as far as what's going on. But at the same time, there's we're also as much as there's so many negative things about the school system, there's also, you know, trusting your kids with people you don't know that well is just as scary. Right. So at least there's the regulation kind of gives you a little bit of protection. Right. So um, there, I see, I see two sides. I went to Catholic school, so I don't really sure. agree with that sentiment at <laughs> <Sure>. all. <laughs> Whoa. Well, we got, I, you know, we, we know we also dabble into the, you know, what's all going on with all the, you know, child trafficking and, right. and all that stuff. So there's just a lot of fear anywhere you go, but you know, the, the system right now is unacceptable. Right. So, so I, feel, I agree that it's probably more somewhere. comfortable with your giving your kids to people in a school that you don't know than giving, giving your kids to somebody with like 10 other kids to to like school in a pod together. Yeah. You know, I think, um, like like I said, I think there's there's positives and negatives to each, and and yeah. I would say that like because because the pod thing, you know, I mean, we know that like uh, you know these child molesters and stuff are also drawn into places where there's children, right? So like so there's no matter where you go, there is some fear, and yeah. and uh, you know, I mean, I I would say, and you probably know as well that you know, uh, Freedom Cells has been. I've met some amazing people, and I've met some people that are kind of weird to me. Same time, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, but you could you could choose. That's called life, your, brother. You can no, choose no, who no, you no. send your kids to, but if you send your kids yeah. to public school, it's just where they kind of end up, right? Certainly, certainly. Yeah, you know. I, I, at the same time, there is like that. There is. I mean, I, I mean, I went to public school, and I think that there is like that. The the social piece. There's a good piece to it, right? Like, they, mm-hmm. I, I do think it's good for kids to grow up around lots of other kids and. Yeah, and they learn more through. from the other kids than they. Yeah, are. but you can have you can have all that community. While homeschooling as well. It's sure, not like sure. how it was in the 80s where it was just weird Christian kids that got homeschooled. It's not like that anymore. Sure, oh. sure. And, and I will agree. We just had Mackenzie, and that, that episode hasn't gone up as well. And she gave me a whole bunch of other options. I'm just really concerned to talking to other parents about that. I feel like like that's that's maybe the my biggest fear in front of me, you know, the, yeah. the thing I'm dealing with right now. It's a now. big deal. So, it's it yeah. yeah, you're wise to be fearful. 
Yeah. And we got a, a quite a, a, a comment here from Dylan talking about re, uh, recent pod with Tim Dylan and uh, Whitney Webb. We're all Whitney Webb fans, I'm pretty sure, oh, yeah. and like listening to what she has to say. So talking about the behind the scenes with the passport and the foundations behind them. So that's you know check that out if you uh, want to hear more about that. The bearded woodman. He said, "I'm a dad with three daughters, and they all live with their mom. It's a hard to take a real stand. Yeah. That's that, that's real. That's honest, man." Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Jenna 2030, they want to make life unbearable here, so we all move away from the coastlines. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I think that's 100% done, at least on in California. I think they want to thin out California really badly. I think they want California to be like Malibu, and I don't know if you've ever been to Malibu, but it's basically it's it's California, but with no traffic, and it's nothing but rich people. And the only the poor people come in to do the work and then they leave. No, they can't live in Malibu. And I think they would love for San Diego all the way up to San Francisco to be basically Malibu. That's why we got these crazy fires that make no sense. Yeah, totally. Same here. Yep. And all that stuff going on, these crazy taxes. Now, I hate taxes. I don't want any taxes. If you didn't have any taxes in California, the population would probably be seven billion. So it's like almost a keep people out tax. But I do think they want to get rid of everybody. I think they want everybody to move out, not just for make it easier on traffic. I think they know they want all these Democrats to turn all these other states blue. Yep, absolutely. To flip Texas, to flip Florida, to flip Tennessee, flip all these states so that they vote blue. Because every presidential election, which is we all know is bullshit anyways, but the Democratic candidate always starts up two states up every time. New York, California, every time. I do think Trump won California and they lied about it. And I, mm-hmm. I, I know that elections are fraud. When I look back on way back, you're telling me, you're telling me before they had electronic voting that uh, uh, a bunch of f- f- senior citizens counted <laughs> 70 million <laughs> votes in five hours. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> you're telling me that's how they used to do elections. Senior citizens counting votes and they got it all done by the five, 5 PM news. It was, it's always been bullshit. But yeah. now the problem is, what the scary part is, the illusion is gone. Yeah. And sometimes the illusion is the only thing keeping them from just going straight, bizarro, crazy on us, right? The illusion that we have choice, the illusion of democracy. Now that that's slowly going away, what's stopping them? I, I have a couple theories on that. What's stopping them from going crazy? And what I think really is going on, dude, is that we have all the power. We have all the power, and we have all the dogs. Okay, <laughs> we, we let the dogs, dogs out. Okay, who let the dogs out? Hey, rest in peace, DMX. But we have all the power. Oh. If they had all the power and all the weaponry that they talk about. Why wouldn't they just roll it out and whoop our asses? I think so much of this is just BS to scare us in the thinking. Granted, I just talked about Admiral Byrd, so I could be a hypocrite right here. But I think a lot of it is BS, dude, that we're the real power. Yeah, And they they know that, so they have to false flag us into everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% agree. All right, so uh, Dylan's just learned about the Council of Inclusive Capitalism headed by the Pope. I have no idea what that <laughs> yeah. is. I think, I think yeah. they talked about that in the Whitney Webb talks episode. about it, yeah. 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 If you guys aren't listening to Tim Dylan out there, what are you even doing? Oh, my God. Yeah. Or Whitney, or Whitney Webb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, I know that we all, I mean, at least three three of you guys got things to go to and go uh, shows that you're going to go go hit up. So we figured an hour would be about good. We're at 58 minutes. So why don't we go ahead and uh, hey! think of the movie Monster Zinc. They need our fear and harvest it. Yep, true, true. <laughs> totally. So whoever wants to uh, uh, start, go ahead and, uh, you know, Plug whatever it is you want to plug with your shows and where people can find you, and uh, we'll go from there and and we'll head out of here. Um, you go, Deborah. No, you go, Adam. <laughs> All right. Um, hey guys, we'd love it if you 
came and found our podcast. Deborah gets red pilled on all the uh, podcatcher things. And you can email us at Deborah gets red pilled at protonmail.com. And you can find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And if you don't, if you don't have anything to do tonight, um, go to Lindsay from Rogueways YouTube. We're going live with her at 6 p.m. Nice. So. Nice. Awesome, dude. Nice. Right Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Oh, well, I guess I'll go real quick. So we're uh, Scott and Ed from Truezilla. Megan's our third. She couldn't make it tonight, but um, we're over at rockfin.com forward slash Truezilla. Uh, Rockfin has been an awesome little platform that's been, uh, you know, been really grateful for because YouTube's coming after us. We got two strikes last week. Um, so we're ready to roll. Um, and, uh, so we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash truezilla and guys go check out the t-shirt shop, truezilla.org forward slash shirts. Got some good stuff up there. And we're also on all the podcasts, all the podcast, well. all the podcatchers as well. Yes. <laughs> Are you guys on Rockfin still? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We're growing hard on Rockfin. Yep. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm Sam Triple. You can listen to my 3000 podcasts. I have, um, <laughs> Simple <laughs> hat, you know, the unwanted cash daddies, uh, punch drunk. They're all available. If you go to Sam you can uh, find all my stuff there <laughs> along with tickets to live shows. I'm going to be in Phoenix, Arizona for two weeks at the house of comedy in, uh, I think that's the 22nd, 23rd, 24th. And then the following weekend, I'm in Indianapolis at Helium's all the way to May 1st. Don't hurt the dogs, man. May 1st. <laughs> Go check that. And I'm on Rockfin as well, R-O-K-F-I-N.com, with my spiritual podcast called Zero. Please check it out. Awesome. Yeah, when it's awesome. When are you coming to Portland next, Sam? Uh, well, you know what? Um, I am putting together shows with Eddie Bravo and another show with Brian Callen. So we're going to see where they go. And, uh, you know, I love Portland. I think yeah. it's great. I went there during the, when the, when the riots were first going over. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go there again and we'll check it out. And we'll, uh, I love gigging dog. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, and all of the uh, places that they – well, most of the places that were just said will be available in the show notes or the description of this uh, broadcast, uh, the Rockfin and all that other stuff uh, for Sam and, and uh, Truthzilla. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I – dude, everything is, is, is pretty awesome. I, I love the, the way that we've come together and kind of support mm-hmm. each other through retweeting and, and all this other stuff. And hopefully one of these days we'll be able to uh, all meet up at, at one place in, in real time and, uh, you know, be able to to hang out and, and, and you know, talk about the things we like to talk about. Uh, I, I am uh, going to get ready. I think I'm going to do a uh... – uh, a 500th episode of Tim Fall Hat. I'm thinking about doing it in Vegas. So maybe everybody, we can all meet up and Ooh, make it a weekend. And maybe amazing. one week we all, everybody does their podcast. And the next day we do Tim Fall Hat. I'm just kind of working it out right now. But uh, yes. yeah, so Las, Vegas, Las Vegas. Vegas Conspiracy Con, dude. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've been thinking about doing that for a while, man. And just got to find the right venue, man. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that Hell sounds yeah. cool, man. I'm actually Love flying it. down to uh, Florida to be on a couple of shows here at the end of the month, uh, Concrete Podcast and then a couple of other ones, uh, too. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the world of podcasting has taken off, man, and, and uh, it's a yeah. great place to be. Sure, well, hey, dude, I'll say this finally, that podcasting have changed the game. Stand-up yes. comedy, everyone's yes. like, comedy's dying. It's not, dude. It's about to take a quantum leap into awesome and uh, it was clipped before by the suits, but now the suits are dead. We don't need any of them. They got to beg to work with us. We don't ever got to work with them. And now it's about to get real, real, real good. So I hope you guys can uh, uh, appreciate it, what you guys are doing, being part of this, doing a union of the unwanted. The future's bright. They can't censor all of us. That's right. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Amen. Hey, and make your, own, make your own website decentralized the best you can, Definitely. man. Yep. I just yep. did that with com. I took, I took, I took uh, Tim Fall Half off YouTube. I'm not going to give them the pleasure of kicking it off. I left. I don't need to be told to leave. I'll find the door myself. Oh, there yeah. you go. There you go. I yeah. couldn't have said it better, man. Those are those are real true words to live by, Sam. And I appreciate you saying it. I love and, you uh, all. I'm glad I could do your shows. Thank you thank so much you, Sam. for having me on. 
I've been love there you guys since, too. Uh, I've been there since episode one, Sam. You're the best, dude. I love you. Thank you. I, I love yeah. all you guys. Love I you, love man. That's a great. Hey, that's great to end it on. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do the outro out here, and uh, you know, stay tuned for more to come. Yeah. Friend thank you, Sean. It. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. yeah thank guys. you so much. Bye, Deborah. Appreciate all you all. Really, Deborah, it was an honor to meet the legend. It's great. Back to at you. A, Back at you, Sam. To the legend. It was an honor. Don't let Adam <laughs> talk to you that way. She's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna eat your face, Sam. She's, gonna, <laughs> she's coming to eat your face. I, you know, you gotta get rid of the beard first. You know. <laughs> Come on, you're like a rugged man. I, no, I, I like the beard. <laughs> Manscape that shit. Manscape. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, guys. Bye. See you. Bye. Peace. You've been listening to the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast. Sean is a single dad, a union blue collar guy, and he spent time in federal and state prison for drug trafficking and fraud. When he was released from prison in 2006, all he had was the clothes on his back, a bag of mail, and some paperwork. Since then, he's turned his life around and shares the struggles and successes on this podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we hope you were moved to connect to the show. Book a guest spot. For merch, Patreon, PayPal, and social media links, go to linktr.ee slash nowhere to go but up. On Instagram at nowhere to go but up now. On Twitter at but up now. On the YouTube channel at nowhere to go but up podcast. See you next time.